You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Welcome into Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Ted here, John here. It has been a little bit of a while since we've been with you guys. Uh, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up this week, but uh, we're happy to be here. John, how you doing, my friend? How was your weekend? I'm very sleepy, Ted. We just talked about this in the <laughs> in the in the, in the aftertime. I am I am somehow still functioning. I've had only one coffee today and f- like four and a half hours of sleep. Can't so, believe it. Uh, the, the dedication. I mean, we may have missed a couple weeks, but if ever we were gonna not do one, I would probably say the day I didn't sleep. But here we are. We're trying it. We're doing our best, Ted. <laughs> how about you? How was your weekend? I think it was good. My my today was not as good because I am currently awaiting a a brand new mattress that that is our that is our our I think our housewarming gift that we have been my wife and I have been the greatest gift to yourself you yeah. could ever give to. We've been sleeping on a, a much much smaller mattress. I won't say the size for many many years and very excited. <laughs> Finally broke the bank on a on a brand new bigger king size mattress for both of us and our dog as well. My dog doesn't know it's happening, but I, I think he will, is he, he will love it. One of those dog bed, the dog, uh, the dog roll out beds too, or is he going to sleep on the bed? He sleeps on the bed. He, he basically, we, we, we gave that up a long time ago. Now he basically demands it. Uh, he does he do it now him. in your current configuration? Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh boy. You're again, <laughs> you're jumping right into heaven. That's what you're doing. I'm so happy I'm looking forward to it. I will let you know. I'm, I'm annoyed that it is not happening. Uh, that is, but it allowed me to prepare for the show a little bit. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise. There you go. Uh, my wife would not think so. She would be like, nope, absolutely not. I would uh, take that trade off every single day. <laughs> yep. Hopefully tomorrow. All right. Let's get into it. Let's talk Washington Spirit. Uh, we are getting to our first show post-international uh, absences to, for the World Cup. Obviously, the Washington Spirit losing several players. Uh, seven players? Seven now. It was six, but then there was one more change here in the last week. Gabby Carl gets called up by Canada after not being named to the provisional roster. So seven is where it's at. Gabby Carl, Riley Tanner, uh, Marissa Shiva, and then the U.S. players. U.S. players. So a lot of players missing for the team. Obviously, the one player who will not be there, who maybe we're a little thankful is there based on, well, not the first performance to talk about, but certainly the second performance. Ashley Hatch not making the roster, probably the biggest omission of the of the set of the eight, I guess that could have been missing. So um, good for the spirit. Uh, terrible for her. She had a really, I think, heartfelt uh, Instagram post. Uh, we certainly hope that she lights it up and she shows uh, Vlaco that that he was wrong um, to take the players that that he took. So um, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, let's start talking about the game. Um, I, you know what? I tried. I, I was not able to watch this game live. Um, but so but I think based on the result, I decided I would go with the extended highlights. Uh, this was not a game that was one of those three nothing games where it kind of just, you know, there's just bad errors, bad mistakes. Um the Spirit had the unfortunate their first their first game uh, post eight of their starters leaving or eight players that certainly play a significant role leaving or seven sorry seven players uh, they get uh, Orlando who has a grand total of I think one player that is left uh, so they are the least hit and uh, boy it looked like it because Orlando <laughs> out on the road this game was at Audi Field uh, Orlando absolutely ran uh, ran rough ran ring shot over over the Spirit. Um, their their press basically just gave the entire center midfield fits. Uh, this is a team that also I think is not certainly not set to play. Uh, has not been playing. They haven't really developed. I think a lot of the they, they're players that are familiar with each other, but still in this configuration. So running against a team that can basically just play their game and really not have too many issues was always going to be tough. Um, I think. 
uh, particularly the center midfield just looked like it missed a, uh, it missed an Andy Sullivan. They were unable to really generate anything in the attack. Uh, they went down very, very early in this game. Uh, Nicole Bernhardt, I think we talked about pre-show, uh, had a very, very rough game. Uh, the first goal, I will say, probably was just a mess. Um, it was a cross over the top. I don't think Bernhardt does a good job collecting it. It kind of pings around the box. No one's really applying pressure. No one's really marking. No one's able to get a clearance. I believe it falls to Doyle. I think uh, that's the player who scores. Uh, she rockets it into the back of the net, one nothing. And then literally about eight minutes later, crossing, I think I think particularly the wings, it was like the midfield and the wings were just getting apt. It was like Orlando wins the ball in the midfield. They spray it out wide. Uh, just ugly, ugly games. John, any any other any other analysis other than just this was just a bad game? Like, I mean, if you'll send the here's the lineup. Uh, Hatch, Solano, Douglas, Mateer, mm-hmm. Dorina, Brooks, Carl, Staub, McKeone, Bailey, and Barnhart. So the defense is the same. You would assume that would be good, uh, but it turned out to not be. It turns out that, I mean, again, Mateo is an every game starter. Uh, Jarina has been playing almost every game, uh, and Amber Brooks is maybe not the player you'd want to have in that sort of eight, eight position. Uh, but that's where that's where she found herself. It's uh, it's it's going to be tough, man. It's tough sledding. This was the first opportunity for them to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about the next game in a second, where results improved and play improved. Um, but this was was not a trap game, but it is certainly a, a, a game the team would have expected to win. I didn't catch Mark Parsons post game. I assume it was not good. Yeah. I assume he was very upset. I assume he thought that this was the worst performance of the year. And I think that's undeniable, probably. Yeah, I mean, it was this was this was a the worst performance I've seen from the spirit in, in quite a while. Um I don't. I don't think the defense was necessarily the issue. I think the problem was was that the team was just unable to generate anything offensively. They were unable to get out of their own half, and it was just a defense that was just entirely overrun in this game. Uh, very few opportunities. I really no opportunities that I can recall really from the Spirit. Um, I think sort of later in the game, once it was three nothing and Orlando backed off a little bit, I think the Spirit generated at least a couple chances. Uh, Hatch in particular. I think the best chance of the game came from a free kick that Hatch won. Um, that was then played it, played it, and her header went wide. But that was literally the best opportunity of the game, and it really wasn't. You wouldn't even call it like a top tier opportunity uh, for for the uh, for the spirits. So I don't really know if I really want to break this game down too much. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, John. Just a, uh, just a rough game overall. Orlando had four shots on goal and three in the net, and one of them and one of those goals was an own goal. So yeah. We yeah. didn't talk. Uh, it's not here in the notes. I talked about it on the Friday show. The Spirit have also signed two new players. Uh, which is uh, was probably overdue, uh, but they've signed. I want to get their names right real quickly. Uh, the names are uh, Ulimata Sar, a forward from formerly Paris uh, FC, and then Anna Boutel, another French player uh, who also played at Paris FC, uh, but is a defender. So those are two players that are not on the French national team for the World Cup. So they should be in, they should be in training, and they should be available for selection shortly. So yeah. that will be good. The team needs the team needs depth. I think some experience. Uh, Sar is an experienced forward, so she'll give Hatch a bit more of a. I think that I I don't know that that is necessarily a move that talks about, you know, how they feel about their options that they have their draft pick options. But either way, it's what we were have been calling for, and, and we got it. Yeah, I talked about that in depth on the Patreon show on Friday. Yeah, and I don't think she she I don't think either of the new players have made an appearance yet. No, not yet. 
Yep. So they're still probably trying to get visa visa situations sorted out. Um, the uh, the the French connection, I think, is the is the is the interesting thing about this with the news. And I don't know if we've really have we, have we really talked about uh, the the attention that the ownership of the spirit ah. has gotten um, with the now officially they have now signed uh, oh the uh, was it not OL Reina Olympic Lyon. Mm-hmm. Is now in a conglomerate owned by the spirit owner, whose name has just completely left me. In Michelle, this. Kang? Michelle, Michelle Kang. Thank you very much, uh, Michelle Kang. Uh, apparently, trying. There was an article that came out um, where apparently she is trying to build a whole sort of a, a whole sort of uh, soccer, basically a man city, a soccer, a city football group um, for for women's soccer, and some skepticism, I think, among that, but certainly interesting times um, with that. Yeah, they got uh, an articles in the New York Times, I think, and then yeah. maybe another national publication. So, yeah, I uh, have I have my feelings about uh, sort of the the viability of this sort of project, and you know the aspirations are are laudable. I'm not sure if there's too much economy of scale as she's talking about. I think it's uh, it, it mentions sort of that sh- there is some money coming in the door for her as well from outside people. So I was always wondering. I was like, she's done well, but she's not. Uh, Sheikh Mansour <laughs> level of, uh, of of money. So what what's the play here? How are we doing this? So anyway, that's that the the spirit continue to, uh, you know, we talk, the, the 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 brand the, the talk has been we're going to be a worldwide brand that that's that's reaching for more and more than any other team in the league. That's what they're doing. The, the early attention was Angel City and their nine thousand celebrity investors. Not really much has come from that, and here the spirit continue to make headlines. And I wonder the, the fact that these two players are from France that they've sort of signed. This feels like this feels like a move where it's kind of like I think he's you sort of talk about you know players be you know what what you know. There's always the the fear I think among spirit fans is that you know this would be a side that would be sort of left behind. Maybe that you know maybe attention gets pushed elsewhere. We, we've seen it time and time again with certain ownership. Uh, you know, DC United suffered it with the. Eric Tohir, I think, buying a stake in—I forget one of the one of the Milan teams, if I remember correctly. I think it was Inter. Inter. Yeah, and then suddenly his his gaze was suddenly pushed over. We've seen it with New York. New York Red Bulls was the was the class or their was the big time club for in the Red Bull portfolio. They bought you know Terry Henry and a bunch of players, and then Tim Cahill. Yeah, and then Leipzig came around, and then that so. I think the the interesting about this obviously is the, is the players coming. They're not from. I don't think either one of them is from. They're all from Paris FC. I don't think any of them are from. Um, no, from no, Olympic Lyon. I'm sure that the 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 sort of scouting of those assets had something to do. They probably had attention based on that league, and these players were both out of contract, so no transfer fee required. That's yeah, helpful. Yeah, helpful helpful against the cap um, for sure. So, but I, I think it also I think it certainly speaks to. I'm sure there is a scouting network that has now been shared with Leon, and they were like, "Hey, these players are pretty good. They're free. Give them a shot. They'll they'll, they'll cover your they'll cover your." I'm sure there is some shared resources going on there that I think led to this led to this signing. Um, sort of uh, that was a neat little news segue. Uh, now yeah. let's get back. Let's get back. <laughs> we just we just that was like we saw a squirrel and we talked about it for for five minutes. But there also was a game. So okay. The Orlando game, worst game of the year. Yeah, a game they had to win. The game they didn't. They very didn't win it. Uh, and now a game that was maybe going to be a little more complicated. It, it uh, was a it was a game like literally it's like I tried to figure out like were well, there certain performances in that game that I could point out to. I mean, obviously, I think we talked about Bernhardt maybe not having the greatest of performances. Everyone just I think everyone just looked bad. I think it was just a bad performance overall. I think it was. 
I think it was the spirit not being prepared, not being ready. Um, I will say, I think they had a much better response um, on the road against the San Diego wave. Very, very probably should have come out with three points in this game, but it ends mm-hmm. in a two, two draw. Uh, John, any, any analysis you have, any, any thoughts you have on this game? Where, where, where should we begin? I guess. The San Diego game. Yeah. I yeah. think we, I, I want to continue to talk about Barnhart. Uh, we, the, the, the goal here, the first goal that occurs uh, well, obviously, Ashley Hatch scores, converts a penalty. She wins her own penalty. VAR upholds it. Uh, she converts it. She's getting very, very good at penalties. Certainly the, the one I'm, you want to the one you want to have taken. I'm getting really tired of and I, I think I tweeted this out. I'm getting really tired of color commentators not understanding the updated dog zoo rules i'm it's it's confusion it, about no red card is that why you, you were yeah the that? color commentator i don't know who it was um i, I know i think glenn davis was the uh, he's it finally a, wasn't tony miola for you yeah for, <laughs> well finally wasn't tony miola he would have known he would have known i feel like but i don't know and nothing gets nothing gets the the color commentators i think she she did she does an excellent job very breaking down the game but i get overly frustrated when people do not understand that it's 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 not even past it's past the point now everybody should know that Dogzo is now, it Define is now for people. The Dogzo is denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity for those who aren't aware. Um, it there needs to be all the I won't get through all the parameters of direction and everything like that. But <laughs> the biggest change that has happened, and I'd say, and I can't remember when they made this change, is that on penalty kicks, if there is a genuine attempt to play the ball, regardless if it's Dogzo, it's a PK. It is not a red card, and this is this this meets that situation to a T. And I don't even think it's Dogzo because Ashley Hatch is facing away from goal. She's mm-hmm. literally dribbling the other way. There is a defender behind here. I think the referee makes the absolute perfect call, and they're screaming. I think it's a red card. I think it has to be a red card. I'm like, it's not a red card. It's it's a foul in the box. PK, excellent win from Hatch, um, who I think really I think deserves a lot of credit. He, she was the best player out there for the Spirit in this game. Pressing the goalkeeper. She almost generated a couple opportunities just from that press. I am shocked that the coach didn't say stop passing back to the keeper, just hoof it long or figure out something else. Um, because man, he, she was she was giving the goalkeeper for the wave fits out there. Um, all game, just pressing, 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 and trying to win the trying to win the ball. So anyway, I other think we should, we should talk about the goal. Let's talk about your, your let's talk about the other side, the other goalkeeper for the spirit. Yeah. So Nicole Barnhart, obviously Aubrey Kingsbury is going to be gone now for a month plus. And the, the conventional wisdom always with Kingsbury is that if she's there, she's playing. Um, and she's usually been there, but she's not here now. And Nicole Barnhart is 45 years old, something like that. Uh, she's old. Uh, and the other keeper is uh, a, a rookie who does not appear to be in, in starting contention plans. She uh, Barnhart is, you know, she has a long history in this league. Uh, she has she holds records for for obvi- obviously tenure, uh, but also clean sheets at a certain time. Uh, she had a, she's had a, you know, a good career. She can still she can still block shots. She can still stop shots from some from, from range. She has she made a couple saves in her first appearance. uh I'm trying to remember which game it was. It might have been Challenge Cup game that kept them in it. And that's and that's all great. The the big weakness appears to be from my eyes in these games is managing her box, uh, being able to get out and move through the players in the box to get to the ball, either to catch or to punch it. And it has cost the team goals already. It's going to the challenge here is she's it. She's likely going to be it. So that this is going to be a problem they're going to continue to encounter. The defense has been weak uh, overall. Uh, I think it's a sense, and it shouldn't be right. The players are consistent, uh, but I think when you when you lose an organizer like Kingsbury, it's a challenge uh, 
you know, you don't, you don't know what you're missing until, until it's there. So what, what, what did you see about her play? I, I know we talked about it on the offline, but I want to well, hear your, your thoughts. I, I want to make sure we get the record correct. She's 41. Um, okay. She's Sorry, 40. Man. Listen, I, I'm loath to steal someone's years, particularly at my, my age. So never mind. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing about her is, I mean, you look at right now, you look at her. I mean, I think it was certainly, I'm, I'm sure it was an option to, to bring in, to bring in somebody. Um, she's had certainly a story career uh, in, you know, in the, in the WSL playing for FC Kansas city. The thing is, I mean, since 2007, she moved to, I think Utah and in what, two years she had 32 appearances. Uh, and then obviously 2022 appearances for Casey. So I think there is some rust that is certainly developing. Age is not on her side. That's that's for sure. Um, as far as and obviously goalkeeper has always been a position where you can do that. That's 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 sort of yeah. the, that's the story. The challenge. I mean, it, it's the challenges are still where they are. It's about strength and mobility and quickness versus sort of positioning, uh, shot stopping ability. Those are different. Those those kind of those kind of can continue on. It's about how do I get through this crowd and make sure that I am the one that gets the ball? So the, the, the play that happens here, Sam stop the ball uh, is crossed in and hits off of her uh, thigh or, or, or stomach. And it, it possibly should have been already interceded from that point. But then, then uh, Barnhart is a, unable to get out and, and block the shot. She does not push off the line to get the ball. Uh, and she's and and uh, San Diego can, can score here. And that was that, was it one one before the second? Yeah, that was the, yeah. the equalizer. Was that was that case? So yeah, right after some, right after halftime too. So um, something to watch yeah. out for the way the rest of this the rest of this year goes or the rest of this month goes anyway. Um, on the next goal, Dorian Bailey is a player that does not get talked about enough from a converted mm-hmm. from a converted midfielder. Uh, she is her crossing ability is been fantastic, uh, better than Gabby Carl's from my perspective. So the right side has been more dangerous. Uh, th- this goal happens because of her. She gets into a dangerous position along the right side, crosses it in. I believe Ashley Hatch was there on the doorstep. Should the ball have gotten to her, it did not. It hit uh, the name of the player. I don't have in front of me real quick. Uh, Shorts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the goal score goal scored for both teams. Uh, so she scored <laughs> for her team and then scored for our team. Yeah. Um, again, you talk about, you talk about, uh, talk about Dorian Bailey. I mean, you, you talk about players, that need to step up with these absences. She is certainly a player on that list. And I think looking at how poor the Orlando performance was in contrast with this, um, obviously this is a team in in the wave that are also missing a, a fair number of players. Um, so I think this might've been a little bit more of a fair fight as far as like teams still trying to figure out who they are and other things like that. But seeing Dorian Bailey get the ball and mostly seeing, uh, you know, again, Ashley Hatch, I think she had a moment in the second half where she takes on kind of two or three uh, wave defenders and just kind of shrugs them all off and, and manages to get a breakaway down the right. Should have been, I think if there is a, if there is a Ashley Sanchez or a Trinity Ryman streaking, I think that turns into a goal. Um, so again, I think very strong performance from her in this game. Uh, she was certainly my uh, player of the match as far as that goes. And, you know, I think to the spirit, to the spirit's credit, most of that game, most of the second half after the goal, they kind of controlled the game. I don't think wave really got too many opportunities um, it wasn't a whole lot from either side. And I think they kind of were cruising to a victory. So it's almost disappointing what happens next. Lena Solano also want to call her out. She played very, very well. One of the, one of the rookies has uh, definitely has confidence to take players on the box. Uh, had a one, two with Amber Brooks in the 66 minute that almost resulted in a goal. So I, I think that's great. The other thing I want to say is that we talked about Barnhart's 
errors that she's made. She also had seven saves in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, her her shot those- stopping her shot stopping ability has been excellent. I mean, she's made a couple of really nice when, when the when the play is in front of her, she is able to make those saves, um, and she's been very very good at that. So, I mean, I, I think it's worth mentioning. I think she has a, a, a general weakness that we've seen over these past two games with crosses. Um, she and she's it, sort of the inability to kind of be clean in that box. Maybe that's something as she gets more games, maybe she starts to pick that up. Maybe the team can sort of adjust and say, you know, we don't have Kingsbury back there who is, you know, on the national team for a reason because she is an elite NWSL goalkeeper. So now we have to be more, uh, we have to clean up. We have to play more, a little more clean up in the box. So I'm sure that is something that, um, uh, that the coaching staff is going to work on with the spirit. So the goal that we haven't talked about here, Taylor Korniak uh, scores her first goal of the year, which is bananas are at this point in the season. Uh, which also explains why she's potentially not on the U.S. roster when, when she was on the bubble and, and had played previously. Um, scores a goal, a, a header off of uh, a cross. In uh, what time was it? It was in it was in stoppage time. Yeah, it was, it was no chance, 89th, 90th minute. Yeah, no chance to be stopped. Uh, that that that's no one's fault. I think that that's fine. I think that you know this is the this is okay. A draw on the road against San Diego, regardless of the play, the roster situation, you're not complaining about it. The game before is the one that you're mad about. Yeah. It's this game. It's that game and the Chicago loss on the road are the two like inexcusable situations for the season. Yeah. But it's there's lots of games left. So lots of games left, and it's incredibly tight. Uh, the spirit actually slipped. We talked about this team being top of the table. Um, they have sort of slipped a little bit down the standings, and I had it up and I lost it. Uh, <laughs> I believe they are now. They are now slipped all the way down to fifth. Wow. But again, every team on the same number of games and two points uh, between them and North Carolina. So certainly like all the all to play for um, as, well, as far as that goes. And they're going to get some matches against some opponents that are going to be missing, uh, missing players. They now have uh, two. I, I will say one thing I guess that was disappointing was the spirit barely held on to that draw. Um, this game could have easily been three, two. And then you're looking at three straight losses for this team. Um, they get a little bit of break. Uh, they get Challenge Cup now, which again I think we've talked about is certainly important, but maybe not as something that's very important. So that they kind of get through their first uh, their first two games, uh, maybe as expected. I don't think they've lost really much ground. Um, so I think they're going to get some opportunities coming up. Great opportunity uh, for the new players to get yeah. get played into the team. I'll, I think also we want to make sure that we include here Chloe. Uh, Chloe Ricketts becomes the youngest player in spirit history to start a game mm-hmm. at 16 years old. I said before with Ashley Sanchez's departure to the national team that uh, Chloe's going to get a lot of minutes. Chloe also could have had a red card uh, in the first half. Her Dorina card, almost got a red card. She got a VAR review in that game too. Yeah, um, they, the, the tackles were spicy. I, they were, they were getting a little, I mean, that's, that's what happens to your young player, your first game. Uh, you're, you want you, you know, you want to put your stamp on the game. You want to make sure that you, they, that people know that you're not just uh, a dribbler. Uh, but I'll be, I'll be very curious to see what we see out of Chloe. Like Chloe Ricketts still, you can see the talent there again. I just, I feel like the strength, the strength in the shots, the passes sometimes just isn't there. Um, the professional, the ability to kind of think ahead a little bit professionally. Um, she's a young player. So I'll be curious to see what opinions, maybe early opinions we have of Chloe Ricketts we have now versus now come August 19th when she's had three or four, three or four, three professional games to talk up to get into. So actually hatch will not be happy about this stat, but uh, she is now tied with Aubrey Kingsbury for starts for the spirit. And she's going to get a chance to get ahead here <laughs> for a little <laughs> bit this month. And then the answer is after that Kingsbury, if she's here, she'll play. So it's got to keep, you got to keep playing forever. Actually, if you want to go and keep that ground. 
but yeah, I mean, this is, um, this is, this is a story to watch. There are some young players that are getting opportunities here. There are some mm-hmm. new players that are kind of come in. We'll see how they fit in. Ashley Hatch continues to score. Uh, I think, uh, you know, it's a, it's going to be a question of the players who are left over. And, and I'm trying to think, well, I didn't talk. I talked about it on the Friday show um, that uh, Paige Mateer won rookie of the month mm-hmm. uh, last month. I think that she, her performances have dipped a little bit in the last couple, you know, this, this game and the previous game. And then I think the one before that. So would be like, I'd like to see her sort of get back to, to normal, to normal coverage. I think it's, there's a just... difference. There's a difference too with Paige Matera. I think one thing to watch, you talk about performances dipping. These are also the, the first couple games where there hasn't been, you know, Andy Sullivan. There hasn't I was just been just about to say yeah. it makes a big difference when there's not uh, Andy Sullivan to your, to your right. So or suddenly, I mean, suddenly she is, I think she has turned. It's, it's a change of, she moves from sort of a nice piece where the leaders are the players that are now gone. And now she has to more step into a leadership role when she's a rookie and she has played well enough to certainly earn that role. And now she has to kind of step in uh, because, you know, she's because of how well she's played. So I think it's a, it's a different role she has to play uh, over these games. So San Diego had three more players on the bench than the spirit did. <laughs> Yeah, DC United like like not bringing all the players you can bring. We got two more coming in, so <laughs> that's true. There you go. Well, so all the seats on the plane are now taken. Yeah, and of course the Spirit are now off this week. The games are going to get a little more a little more loose. Um, there aren't going to be as many games, obviously, with the World Cup break. Uh, no more league games now until August nineteenth. Uh, so no game, got... no no game for eleven days. It appears for the yep. Spirit. Yeah, which so means 20... that there's probably not going to be good Spirit show next week because I don't think there'll be enough content for an entire show. So enjoy this show. Listen to it yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah, we 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 are uh, we will we will post off to better people that cover the U.S. women's team. We'll certainly talk about it. We'll probably have a show after the Spirit Challenge Cup game and probably also talking about the World Cup. But there are there are a lot of great shows out there that, that do a much better job of covering women's soccer. We are some we are going to be hyper. Person. Some, some of them, of them in person. In, some of them in person via via crowdfunding. I think Shea Butter FC and <laughs> who's the other team? Who's the other show? I always I really saw the Shea Butter one. I'm not aware of the There's other two. one. There's another one. Yeah. So but, great. So there's other, the, listen, we, we will definitely focus on the fact that the spirit players are playing well. That, that's what we're going to talk about next. Uh, but that's, that's going to mostly be our context into uh us performance. Yeah. All right, let's get, uh, so let's uh, get into two, two draw. We got games coming up. Uh, let's get into maybe a little bit of us women's talk and particularly let's uh, congratulate Trinity Rodman with two goals against uh, Wales, a two, nothing victory in the send off game. Um, I think I, I think obviously a uh, a rough performance. I think for the for the U.S. women's team, and I think something to watch. Uh, this is it's been talked about as a team in transition, and I think that's very very true. Um, I wish they had maybe had a little bit of a cleaner break, um, maybe from some of those players. I think there was some there's some skilled players that I think they could have transitioned to, um, but I think obviously Vlaka wants to keep some of those legendary players uh, in the game. Uh, you maybe had the best chance to watch this game. Any any sort of analysis you can bring from the this game? The first half was good lord, horrible. Uh, yeah. Trinity Robbins' first goal was not was 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 not as special as her second one. Her second one was a peach. Ashley Sanchez played about fifty minutes, I think, uh, in the in the match. Andy Sullivan played, I think, started um, mm-hmm. and gone. Well, I, I'm not going to pretend I watched most of that game. I watched the first half and turned it off, and I was like, I think we're going to lose the World Cup. All of the games. That's that's how I feel. <laughs> I think it's important. I mean, it's important to know these are friendlies. These are not games. I, I do think there is a sense that this team will turn it up. And I think there's also a team. I mean, you look at um, 
you look at the some of the World Cups, you know, the teams that do well in the group. I think they're going to get they're going to get a a a get right game against Vietnam um, that they should absolutely win and win by <laughs> a lot. Do it. <laughs> that, do it. Uh, that they should absolutely go in and, and win. Um, so hopefully that's a game to get back. But I'm excited. I'm excited about the Women's World Cup. I was kind of looking through the games. I don't think this is going to, it's going to be a weird, weird World Cup. I think we talked about it before. There's games on very early in the day. I am not going to be an insane person and do no. that. But it'll certainly be nice to kind of have some games on, you know, kind of just I've got the the YouTube TV spun up. I've got the um, recording going on. So and there'll still be games. There's still there are still plenty of games that are within normal time frames, if not, right. you know, either a little bit earlier, or a little bit late in the night. So 9, 9 p.m. is not. I mean, I know, John, you're, you, you have a kid, so probably 9 p.m. feels more close to bedtime than me, but um. hey, man, I just said I, I just said I slept four and a half hours last night. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, it's like when the World Baseball Classic was going on, and I also was having a period of bad sleep. Games are starting at five. I was like, great, I'll have time to eat breakfast first. Like this is just this is perfect <laughs> for me. This is fantastic. Yeah. All right, uh, and then I think uh, what else do we want to break down? Oh, Chin Ramen two goals. I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else we want to break down. John's no. laughing over on the side. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> all right folks i think that's gonna do it thank you guys so so much for listening we will be back probably not next week but certainly look for us the week after we got world cup coming up always a fun time thank you all so much for listening we'll catch you guys next week vamos vamos